Welcome to Mother Loving News. I'm your host, Cliff Broadbeck. We got some fun stuff for you tonight. Some of it's fake. A lot of it's fake. I'm being honest about things, which I won't be in a minute. Before we get started, make sure you hit that like button. If you don't already, make sure that you subscribe. Most importantly, share this content with anybody you know that likes to have fun at the expense of the establishment and uh the corporate media because they deserve it you see him over there tonight in the snack box we got that man he's known around the world as a dude that actually wears candy necklaces it's zachary snacks snack box candy necklace i just imagine they melt and you've got like a stream of sugar like colored sugar down your your chest don't don't bother, don't bother me. I'm eating my candy necklace. Back up! I'm just eating my necklace, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's shaking, man? And then, I, and then I'm like, I call my mom. Hey, mom, I wish I had a girlfriend to eat my candy necklace. <laughs> That's um, the saddest man, thing I've ever heard a grown man say. I know, I know. So, in honor of our uh, last uh, our last episode, we had the uh, the White House intern. You know, yep. I've been watch I've been watching that TikTok video all day, and it is just fabulous. And so, in That's the right word for in, it. Uh, what was his name? Something drama, Benny right. drama. I have no idea. I am going to go ahead and munch on this. <laughs> okay, you would Kit Kat with fruity cereal. Taking in two twenty, okay. I like it. Good stuff, uh-huh. man. And then uh, some three D Doritos. We're giving them a shot. I don't know what we got in store here. They say spicy ranch. I've never heard of ranch that was spicy. Actually, I have Chipotle ranch. Yeah. I mean, it's, okay. you, you can do pretty much anything with ranch. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to chat tonight. Let's see who do we got. We got the man, the myth, the legend, binary recoil, rocking it. Uh, let's see, we got Chris Fratt in the house. We got old Killary Hinton over there. I'm taking that over too, by the way. <laughs> I love that. That's good. All right, y'all. It is beautiful. We're going to get this party started. I'm so excited. We're going to get this thing rolling, and we're going to have, hopefully, hopefully, a hoot and a half. Here we go. News of <laughs> Amy Coney Barrett is an official turd in the punch bowl of conservative, conservative Americans. Today, the newest Supreme Court justice declined to intervene in a case uh, where Indiana's, Indiana University is forcing all of the folks enrolled there to receive an experimental treatment in order to attend school. At this point, old ACAB has been such a disappointment that the only thing that shocks me is that they've been able to find a chair that she can sit in with that gaping baby factory of hers, uh, not Pac-Man chomping it straight up, you know, the box. I only say that to be honest because she's got a ton of kids. I don't know if everybody knows that, but it's important to know. I'm just saying, um, when 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 you push as many people out of your snatch as she has, then there's no doubt that you're a little loose in that cage. Uh, she's got two kids though. She's got five that she she birthed, then she's got two um, that she adopted. But whenever she says adopted, what I really think she's trying to convey is that she uh, bought them off of some dude behind a Rite Aid in Detroit. 
in order to see uh, just how ACAB has been rubbing Americans the wrong way, Mother Lovin' News has conducted a survey of only non-woke voters, and we found that 37% of respondents were mostly troubled by her liberal tendencies. 28% were most troubled that Trump wasted a nomination on this weak-ass justice, and the remaining 35% found, uh, they said that they were most disappointed because she hung up her stage heels after finishing law school. That's right. Turns out that she was a stripper to pay them bills, y'all. Who knew? I didn't. It's weird. I see a donkey over there, too. Hmm. So, interesting fact about ACAB. Two of her five births lasted more than 48 hours. That's a long time. Like that, That's a lot of pushing, too. So, um, following these two massive ordeals, uh, her hemorrhoids were actually so pronounced that, zoologically speaking, she was the human equivalent of a ring-tailed lemur. Um, you know what though, at least her anti-choice position is still intact, uh, but maybe not so much in the pro-life position. Huh? Dude, we have a conservative justice that we crammed through the court or crammed through the confirmation process so that she could turn around and let vaccine mandates stand. It's crazy yeah. to me. Yep, yep. It's almost as if uh, it's almost as if the whole government is in collusion. Hmm. Hmm. It's almost as if there's an establishment system that wants establishment stuff to go through, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the thing that got me about Amy Coney Barrett was whenever they were able to secure that nomination, it blew my mind because I'd never seen the Republicans do something like that. I was like, oh, my gosh, Trump's really had an effect. Mitch McConnell's willing to force uh, the issue on a Supreme Court justice. I did not expect that. What a dummy. Like, I can't believe I I fall for this stuff all the time. What a stone cold dummy. Obviously, this was going to be some establishment person that was just come on. What Mitch McConnell would have never gotten behind an actual conservative. Yeah, no, or even a no. constitutionalist. That's all I really want out of the Supreme Court. I don't need yeah. you to be a, a staunch conservative. I just need you to, no. can you read this document and then apply it to that scenario? That's really it. That, that's it. That's exactly, that is exactly it. You know, I, um, it's really hard for me to get, uh, to get past the sign that says I have a big, big snatch. <laughs> it's just in my mind, what you just, that picture. It's a huge box, dude. Huge. <laughs> Do you know how many chairs are up there? It's like um you ever seen a street sweeper going down the highway? Yeah. yeah. She's like the human equivalent. Like if she opens her it's just like all that debris is <laughs> getting knocked in there. Dude, five kids, that's a lot of kids, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> you you Oh man. Yeah, but back to the old uh the old establishment. I you know it's just more and more it's just more and more evident that that there's obviously a grander plan and and it's just being it's just being pushed on us. We 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 don't have a choice at this point. You're going to you're going to eat it and you're going to like it. Yep. Absolutely. Or you're going to go to bed with no dinner. Dude, that's it for real. Um yeah, I mean binary over here, he just said he he just said absolutely that uh, you know, either you're with them or you're, or they're going to do everything they can to tear you down. And he even said deleting your college history, which uh, there have been a number of people with some pretty fascinating stories and bits of information 
um, that have had that happen. Actually, it, this is we're in a world where they can they can delete your life, they can take your bank account, they can take everything from you, and with, they don't need to do the old uh, Clinton body count list to you much anymore. They can they can destroy you in other ways. What you got, man? But and Eric said snacks would definitely fit in that box. And all I th- all I'm thinking of is you remember those human condoms in the movie Airplane? Was it no 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 that was Naked Gun, bro? Naked Gun. Yep, <laughs> dude. You so I'll tell you what, man. I, I I think I think you could climb in. I also think you'll. Uh, I mean, just imagine if. What is it you always say? Hot dog down a hallway. Um, that's that's really. It's just that's a lot of kids. Dude, Man. I, at some point, it's got to be like. And then she was like, you know, five's good. Well, let's go. Let's go pick up two more. That's the mm-hmm. thing is, I feel like she adopted because they're they're two black kids, and I feel like she adopted those kids so that she could one day be a Supreme Court justice. That's possible. That's possible. High aspirations, you know. Yep. <laughs> Man. All right, dude. Let's get this. Let's get this. Newsery. There you go. Newsery. And news that surprises no one. Michael Fanone, that's him, uh, also known as the poor man's version of Jack Dorsey, uh, and Capitol Police officer that has both neck tattoos and the ability to, to cry whenever it's advantageous, was previously married to Sin Yi Wang who is commonly referred to as Victoria Wang, a Chinese-American. Uh, it's not really shocking that if he was ever married to a woman, then it would probably be a Chinese woman. Um, I wonder how much money this guy has been able to make off of the this victim cash-out that he's been trying to run for the past six months or so, eight months, I guess, at this point. Truthfully, I was a little shocked to learn that he was ever married. I thought Michael Fanone was a gay dude. I, I really just thought he was gay. Um, I had some suspicions he was gay, so I did some digging, and... Let me let me just show you this. Let me let me show you this and look at it through the context of maybe Michael Fanone is not like there's a reason that this relationship didn't work out. And Officer Michael Fanone joins me now, speaking tonight on his own behalf. Mike, how you doing? I didn't know that I would get this emotional about just talking about your story because when this happened, we weren't it's friends. Crying. And now it feels personal to me because we're friends. And I want everyone you thank you for doing this. Look, I can't say for sure, but that looks like a situation where Don is angling to get lucky. And it looks like this dude was totally DTF. I'm just saying, I think when he said we're friends, this might be a case where that's a euphemism for sloppy party bottom. Uh, I also find it interesting that Don Lemon is now openly supporting the police. I do actually, though, take him at his word. I think he can respect policing. So long as that policing demonizes real Americans and allows for an expansion of the surveillance state. Also importantly, any cop that's willing to sacrifice the old poop shoot for the status narrative is definitely going to be appreciated by Don Lemon. Well, we here at MLN, we can't always be haters all the time. So I guess here's to you, Don and Michael. We hope you guys have a happy life together or at least a couple of good evenings. Make sure you buy some bleach, though, because I really think your sheets are going to appreciate that. Okay, it's uh, I think I know this dude. So he um, he he's related to that singer. 
the what's this guy's name? Michael Fanone. Fi- Michael Fanone. He's related to Joey Fanone. <laughs> bye bye right, bye. That, yeah, right from Insync. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe I totally missed the Joey Fatone references. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to revisit Michael Fanone, aren't we? You know it. Dude, you Michael Fanone's gonna be blowing up Justin Timberlake's phone to try to get the band back together. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. Let's get the band back together. It ain't no lie. Don Lemon, bye bye bye. I can <laughs> I can see the Photoshop now. It's just in sync in riot gear trying to hold back the, the tide of Trump supporters going to the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was actually Don Lemon's favorite video when they were like in the box and they're dancing in like the Barbie box. Yeah. They step and the whole thing shakes. I, that I gotta be yeah. honest, that's a good video. It's strong, dude. A binary said, "LOL, sloppy party, party bottom." That was one of my fa- favorite mother loving news moments, dude. It's a real thing. Did you know that? Sloppy party bottom. No. Dude, it's a real thing. I would say Google it, but I don't. I mean, it is what you think it might be. It's what you think it would be. Um, why I know that, I, I can't tell you. I don't know. I don't know why I know that. Man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways, this guy, it's obvious he's just trying to hype up. He's getting a little bit of shine and he's trying to get his 15 minutes of fame. So, hey, more power to him, man. You go go ahead and cry about something that's a non-issue. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, another shout out to Binary. He just gave us the lowdown. He's married that uh, Justin Timberlake's married to Jessica Bill and owned MySpace. I don't see Justin coming back. Um, thanks for throwing yourself under the we know too much about NSYNC bus with us, Binary. We always appreciate that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate man knowledge of uh, the old NSYNC man. All right, dude, you want to hear about, uh, well, let's just check this thing out. Newsery. Newsery. So, I challenge everybody, when you hear somebody say stuff like the medical professionals are saying this, or the medical professions, professionals are saying that, just think about this. Think about this story here. Because nowadays, I don't know that it even means anything. I just ask people to understand that like all other professions, medical professionals, they're not a monolith. Some doctors are great. Some are phenomenal. Some less than great, let's just say. Um, the same can be said about nurses. You could totally say the exact same thing. I'm going to show you a video, though, of a doctor um, that I would, in just about any circumstance, pass on allowing this doctor to perform any procedure um, on me. Medically, of course, medically. Um, no procedures. Doctors like Pia Myers, who had this message. I'm trying to encourage everybody to please take this Delta variant very seriously due to the transmissibility. It's incredibly contagious and our children are getting sick. I can't do this. <laughs> so she broke down because the children are getting sick from the Delta variant. But she looked off camera for a second and that made me uncomfortable. I thought when I saw this, I was like, is this a crisis actor? In this case, though, I actually hope it was a crisis actor because I don't need some butch chick doctor crying all the damn time. Like, I hope either she's a crisis actor. I hope she's going through menopause because maybe that would explain some of the mood swings. I'm just saying, let's take everything. Whenever you hear medical professional, take it with a grain of salt, because let's not forget. Let's not forget. We're living in a world where we had TikTok nurses all over the place just a few months ago 
everybody was telling us that you know all the hospitals are overwhelmed but somehow they found time to choreograph head dances or come out with some elaborative video in this case this one right here this is amazing this one on the left is the same person but on the left that one pretended to be a covid patient that couldn't breathe that's classy I guess I'm just saying that we should all probably avoid worrying too much about the titles or somebody or whoever carries them. I really don't think it means that much anymore. I just don't. Yeah, I, I agree. We shouldn't worry about the titles. You know, there's a very specific time. I, I believe it was around the age of like 12 or 13 when I was watching TV. And a little light bulb clicked in my head. I think my, my mom or dad was sitting by me and the commercial said eight out of 10 doctors approved for this tooth or dentists approved for this toothpaste. And I said, well, why did, why wasn't it 10 out of 10 dentists? So what happened to the other two? What if those two were right and the other eight were wrong? <laughs> and my mom was, was like, why would you think that? <laughs> Why wouldn't you think that, Mom? You're just a sheep of the system. The real problem there is eight out of ten is just a, a poorly reduced fraction. Like this should really be one in or four out of five, right? Yeah, four out of five, exactly. Yeah. Um, other than that, you're right, dude. I mean, what if, or let's say the eight are right and the other two are wrong, and you just happen to be going to the crappy doctor that's wrong all the time. Yeah. Or what if what if those eight doctors or four doctors? Or dentists were paid to say that so they could sell more toothpaste to you. Or what if we lived in a world where doctors used to push cigarettes and say they're good for your T-zone? Oh, true, true. Or, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. The mm -hmm. sugar industry did the same thing. They they got a bunch of doctors together and published a bunch of studies saying that fat was the worst thing that you, you could have in the American diet. And then all yep. of our food got loaded with sugars. And now I look around and, I mean, I could lose some weight. You're over there it, snacking on candy right now. Well, not it's. I haven't got to the candy yet. Oh, okay, my bad. I'm, I mean, that was, that, that's de that's dessert. <laughs> that's dessert, buddy. That's dessert. I jumped the gun a little <laughs> bit. Uh, binary says a doctor. It's just a piece of paper declaring that somebody served time. Now, doctor, it's a master's degrees. Uh, used to be insane to acquire. I think about that all the time, dude. I can't swing it as as my father once said. You can't swing a dead cat by its tail without hitting one. Um, they are everywhere, man. The, everybody's got this degree or that degree and you can go online and get the degree and you can, as long as, as far as I can tell, all you gotta do is be willing to cut the check to the college and show up and then you, you're going to get the degree. That's my understanding of, of, um, advanced degrees in particular, because a lot of people will get that four year degree and then go to work. And so all these second, all these, uh, post I'm sorry. All these graduate schools, all the graduate schools have decided to make it convenient for people who are working to go to online school at night. And so they just really reduce these requirements. And it's, it, I think it's a sham. I really do. I mean, whenever you, the last time you went to a doctor, what, what, I'll, actually, just let me describe the last time I went to a doctor. Walk in the room. What's going on? What's going on with you? Well, I was here to check this. Okay, cool. What, what are your symptoms? Okay, this, 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 and this. And as I'm saying all this, they're typing. And they're typing. And uh, did you experience this? Yep. And then they're typing. And then the computer says, oh, yeah, we think you have this. <laughs> so <laughs> the doctor made act, and there was no original thought. 
He literally just asked what the computer told him, and then they spit something out. Why couldn't I just done that on WebMD without WebMD telling me I had cancer? Oh, you could never. Everything, like if there was a big flow chart for WebMD, every arrow ends at cancer. 100% of the time, you're like, oh, dude, I don't know. I got a runny nose, dude. Eventually. WebMD, I have an upset stomach, experience headaches, and all the whole thing is you have cancer. And then a little subtitle. It might also be indigestion. It, it could be heartburn, but probably cancer. No, um, the last time I went to the doctor, my doctor, this is new to me because I don't go to the doctor very often, but I went to a doctor that was significantly younger than me. And that was weird. Um, this guy looked like he was straight out of med school and I couldn't take him seriously, dude. I was pushing him around in there and he got pushed around. It was like he, 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 like we both totally threw out the idea that he was the expert in the room and it went straight into like, like old school age norms, like, like generational norms where he was showing me deference. I was kind of telling him what needed to have. I was like, you're going to write me a prescription for this. And he's like, well, it could be this. And I was like, why don't you go ahead and write the prescription? He's like, yes, sir. <laughs> it starts right. Like it was the weirdest thing ever, man. It was crazy. Um, so that was my most recent experience of the doctor, but I I've totally, the part of that could be that I've lost respect for the profession as well. So. Yeah. That's just me, man. Uh, you want to hear about Joe Biden's polling numbers? You know, I do. I really do. I thought you might. Mm-hmm. News Joe Biden. That's him. He's sad. Joe Biden's job approval numbers are in, and let's just say they are not fantastic. It turns out that the Biden prescription of aggressively working to inflate the cost of goods, weakening America's ability to be energy independent, and regularly providing verbal charts during every public appearance has not resonated with most Americans. Uh, with that said, we did find uh, that the the country is divided, um, probably the most divided it's ever been in America's history. So it turns out that there's still about 45% of Americans that are either ignorant or tribalists. Uh, the ignorance issue is growing. 45% of Americans actually said that they would approve of the presidential performance of an old potato. Of course, this was according to the recent Gallup polls findings, um, and that poll was actually a measure of approval for Joe Biden. But let's all be honest, like that guy's basically a vegetable for all intents and purposes. But MLN, actually, let's say it, the truth is Broadback here. He did a, a deep dive. That's me. I did a deep dive. Third person's not cool into the numbers with the Gall- of the Gallup poll, and I found that. of the people that approve of Joe Biden's, uh, or 45% that, oh my gosh, let me try to say this again. 45% of the folks that approve of Joe Biden's job, um, in total, 96% of those are Democrats. 4% of those Democrats are actually people, or the other 4% are people who lied about not being Democrats. And, um, Man, my numbers got all turned around. Who cares? The point is, some of the people that vote that supported Biden, this is the joke here, they're bisexuals, or as we call them, all bisexuals, uh, warm holers. So, <laughs> dude, what a disaster, Snacks. I got myself all turned around numbers. Dude, you, it's because you were so excited to say warm holers. I just wanted to get to warm holers. What's wrong I, with I, that? I get it. 
I've Dude, been... Warm Hullers is going to have to come back at a later date because I'm not going to um, let that live. That's the hands down the most botched segment I've ever done. Let me finish it up here. So when the name Joe Biden was substituted with anyone other than Donald Trump, the approval rating actually rose by 3%. And when Gallup provided a list of unattributed policy outcomes, 99% of Americans preferred Donald Trump. But whenever they revealed his name, uh, it turns out that everybody just said the media told me the orange man is bad. Snackbox. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. <laughs> this orange man can't say numbers, apparently. Got it. I got you it. talk, dude. I got to take a break. <laughs> man, yeah, go go ahead, buddy. I feel you. I feel you. You know, it's uh, you know, it's been a long day at work. I I, I get it. It was know? a long day at work today, man. I I, I definitely <laughs> feel you here. And, you see uh, better. <laughs> No, what did it say? It's the equivalent of falling up an escalator. <laughs> Dude, it was, man. What a hot mess. Yes. <laughs> hey, I'm going to stand by it. I've flubbed right. some, but that one, that was hands down the worst flub we've had. It, oh, definitely. Definitely. Other than me not being able to press play yesterday. but um, Totally your fault. Before? Not my um, fault. All, all my fault. And... Uh, but yeah, so so this is another T-shirt that I need to I need to have. You know, uh, floppy party bottom is one. Uh, Obviously, the other one is warm holers. That I mean, that, I need a T-shirt that says warm holers. Dude, That's warm it. holers is coming back. We we probably if we ever do a, a spinoff series, we're gonna have to call it warm holers. Yeah, for sure. Report reporting <laughs> special guest reporting on warm holers is <laughs> Joey Fanone. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Fanone. <laughs> you remember him from NSYNC? Yeah, dude. I oh, love that man. guy. All right. Let me see if I can do better on this one. I got to clear my okay. headspace a little bit. You ready? Yeah. You want me to set it up for you? Please do. Newsery. Newsery. That really does make me feel better. Okay. Right off the bat, like, I don't, I don't, I don't care if you write it on your face, like, that she's not a that's not a slut like it's just i won't accept that um that's that's factually inaccurate so next up is a cautionary tale for any fathers who might have daughters that are considering attending college in the near future please pay attention if this is you our future might depend on it it's not often that we have a chance to do this type of story um especially not one with such high quality video so while we are disgusted by it we're thankful for the opportunity. I'd like to share with you this following. This is was a nice young lady, little Jenny Williams. She was a fun-loving girl. She got along with her family as well as being liked by her classmates. She was active in sports, and she enjoyed watching movies. But then Jenny Williams went to college, where she got mixed up with the wrong crowd. Um, when she finished her freshman year, she recorded this video. This one's for all the people who get offended by being called colonizers, so if that's not you, you can keep scrolling. The rest of you, I don't ever want to see or hear you ever again say that you shouldn't face the consequences for what your ancestors did. You should, because in this exact moment, you're benefiting off of a system that was built by your ancestors because of what they did. At the same moment, Natives like myself and even younger generations are yep, still yep. feeling the repercussions of what your ancestors did. So do not, I repeat, do not 
come onto my page or any other native's page and say that you shouldn't face the consequences of what your ancestors did because that is complete BS. So that's after year one, college, okay. Well, it turns out this is Victor Williams, Jenny's father. He thought it was just a phase. He told his wife, Tanya, Jenny's Native American mother, that he didn't understand why she yelled at him, calling him a dirty colonizing white devil, all because he just took the last Coke out of the fridge. They both hoped that it would all pass soon, so they didn't intervene. This is a cautionary tale. They didn't intervene. What happened when she came home the second year? Let's give it a look. Gender euphoria, the best way I can describe that is like fully recognizing yourself. Um, seeing yourself the way you want to be perceived so like a lot of people when they get top surgery for the first time they're obviously they're gonna feel a lot of gender euphoria because they're seeing themselves as themselves as they want to be perceived so for people like me who want to be perceived as more of a thing than a person um, you know doing stuff like this intense makeup or clown makeup like accomplished that's obviously gonna make me feel gender euphoria because I feel like myself I feel like I recognize myself so she wants to feel more like a thing than a person done and done parents please don't let this happen to your children they deserve better you deserve better. we all deserve better the country deserves better also i'd like to share that uh on a personal note i first felt gender euphoria when i grazed the arm of a couch with my nuts when i was 12. thank you for letting me have that moment So, so were you were you not wearing pants? <laughs> You're sensitive at that age, extremely <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> so you were wearing pants, like gym shorts or something. Um, I mean, I nobody, I didn't acknowledge pants or not. <laughs> Man, yeah, you know the whole, you know, I I think. The whole thing with the with the colonizer, you know, that whole deal is the whole world has been gained and conquered and lost and conquered. There is no country in Europe that would like since the beginning of time, those countries were not those countries. Let's go to Africa in Africa. Those countries were not those countries. They have been conquered. They've been <laughs> defeated. They've been reconquered and reconquered and restructured. It's just human nature. If you go back to, let's go back to the natives, right? Native Americans. There was di there was different territory territories for like the Comanches were one of the biggest. They, they call them Lord of the Plains. The Comanches were the Lord of the Plains because they mastered the horse. You know how many people they freaking killed? You know how many other tribes that they enslaved? Yeah. You know, it was, it, with, the, with the Comanches specifically, if you were a baby, they killed you. So when they, when they would capture, they would kill babies, they yeah. would kill adults. The ideal captive that they would in, include into their tribe was between the ages of eight and 14. If you were there and you were a girl, bring them in it was like almost a definite go if you were a boy you kind of had like a 60 40 chance of them killing you or not and bringing you into the tribe 
So that, that's just Comanches. You know, then you let's go to the let's let's talk about the Seneca, the Iroquois, the Algonquins. Like we can talk about this. And, and so when you have people that talk about the the, the whole deal with the colonization, I, it just makes me chuckle because they obviously don't even know their own history. They don't know their own history, bro. Yeah. I love. I knew that you'd get fired up about the Native American stuff. I I knew you'd care, but uh, I like in a history what you're talking about. Everybody's been conquered, and everybody conquers. Um, I liken it to the first round of Monopoly. When you first go around that board, whatever you land on, you're gonna buy, and that's how the world was up until about 200 years ago, maybe except even for, less time than that. Except for utilities, nobody buys utilities the first time. I don't. I do. I do. It might be foolish, but I will buy utilities. Yep. And then when you land on Boardwalk, you don't have enough for Boardwalk, and then you kick yourself in the ass. It happens every time. Look, man. I'm not saying I'm a good Monopoly player. I didn't. I haven't played. I intentionally. Ref- you know what, dude? I'm not going to sit here and let you besmirch my Monopoly skills. I'm done with it, snacks. <laughs> this is unacceptable, dude. Okay, man. Next Friday, get wrecked, <laughs> bro. I, I, like Donkey Kong. I'm not I'm not gonna play you in Monopoly. Because you know what? It's not fair. You you're dude, I hate Next that level. you're an you're an idiot savant in so many weird things. Like you just went off you will sit here the entire show and not say a word. And then you'll go off for twenty minutes about the Algonquin. Like what? What is that, dude? Don't say Algonquin to me. That's unacceptable, man. <laughs> man, okay, fine. What? Blackfoot Creek? What, what do you want to say? Get out of here. Cherokee? Okay. Oh, you know, Native. <laughs> we get it. That's not okay. It's not okay, man. It's not. That's not all right, dude. I'm over it. <laughs> you're now Gonk. You're now Gonquin Party Bottom. Gonquin Party Bottom. Oh man, man. I, I'm just gonna say, you know, I, I just feel like. Let's bring it back to gender euphoria. <laughs> the whole. What was the first time you felt your gender? What was the first time you felt like a man? I, I don't even know. Like I'm still know. waiting. I, I think. Yeah, I think it was the time I punched this kid in the face. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, let's see. What do we got in chat right now, man? I see. I, I missed a couple. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Hillary throw up what was that thing as soon as she said, I want to be a thing, not a person. Um, and then Binary said digital fist bump. That's awesome. I'm glad he threw bump in there. Uh, China. Yes. So China's the same thing. Exactly, dude. The Ch- Dude, the thing that – it's not like we're all pissed at the Mongolians for wrecking an entire few generations of things. We're not all mad at Alexander the Great for sweeping through the known world at the time and conquering everybody. Dude, that guy changed the course of history. He rewrote the entire course of, um, I mean, Western European history, Middle Eastern history, uh, North African history. He changed it all. Um, And we're not all butthurt about that. The problem is that the West won, man. The West won, at least for now. And now the Chinese, it sounds like they might win next because the West got all decadent and comfortable. True, true. I think about it sometimes, man. I really, I think that we need to get to a place where we just have less things. It's, I really think that things are a problem. Yeah, true. we're too rich, dude. 
Yeah, yeah. Are you talking as like a race or like do the humans as as humans? Oh, or I mean the, the West, the West, the West. Yeah. Uh, like Western Europe, um, the United States. And I know not everybody's got everything they want. Like I understand that. I don't mean like everybody's wealthy, but what I mean is we live in a world where where there's very little toil for most people. Yeah. Um, and I think that we're intentionally, or at least we we seem to have a base design that thrives in toil. Like we need to have focus for us to be our best. We need to be working towards goals. And I don't think the factory system does that, man. I don't think you can be fully actualized as a person if you're working for somebody else. Like there, there's there's too many degrees removed for for the average person from where the rubber meets the road. Like from, from whatever you're putting in your mouth at the dinner table, and um, what you do on a daily basis to acquire that, there's too many degrees of separation between those two things. Yeah, no. no that's just yeah. that's just my opinion, man. Yeah, yeah, we have this we have this routine that we go through as as human. I, I'm gonna just speak as an American. As an American, mm-hmm. we go through this routine that really has nothing to do with actual security and survival. And uh, I watch a lot of those uh, survival shows like. Um, the Bear Girl stuff, uh, Tool Survival, I like that. Uh, yeah. Naked and Afraid, that's just because being naked excites it's just hot, me. Yeah. Then, but there, there's another one on Disney <laughs> Plus where this guy actually, he tries to earn a position in these tribes where he's like, uh, so the one African tribe he goes to, yeah, he's trying to be one of the, the uh, warriors and, and all this stuff and he has to live like them. And I'm thinking in my head, there's nowhere in America where they actually are tribal like this. There's nowhere, because he always has to, there's one, he goes to one that's in uh, in Asia somewhere, maybe like Mongolia somewhere. Yeah. Um, and and he, go, he goes there, he goes to Africa and all these other places. And I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, not one of these people is worried about email. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even know what email is. Yeah. Maybe they do, I don't know. When the no, probably off, not. They- like, imagine a world, like how many times, not how much time do you spend on your phone. How many times do you look at your phone every day? Oh, it's stupid. Bro, imagine that number. It's got to be hundreds, if not thousands, for the average person. Just look yeah, at it. Just check the time. Pick it up. Glance dude, at it's it. So, it's, it's so irritating when you're with the people that you love, you know, and, and, the, and the phone is bzz, bzz, and so you pick it up, look at an email. And it's like you can't even focus with your kids. You know? Dude, that's why that's I mean, I as far as my life goes, I, I, I changed jobs because I took a big pay cut just to avoid that. Right. Um, yeah. And I'll tell you, it's been a short period of time, but I, I couldn't be happier than having than I am right now. I know that at the end of the day, I can leave my phone and not look at it again yeah, uh, for the rest of the that's evening. Wild. It's worth it, dude. Better. That's it's crazy that that's a like a commodity or what's the word that's valuable now right yeah. like that's mm-hmm. something that that should be valued. i don't know man that's just that's my take on it but um <laughs> how do we get from gender euphoria to that <laughs> oh because you don't get to gender gender euphoria the idea that those words never come up in a society with real problems yeah yeah true true yeah so. yeah i i who, which was the country that we were talking about that was, um, we, we made fun of it. Uh, was it Ir- the Iranian? 
what was it Iran where they were having the water problems? They were yes. having a water. They were, they were having, having a, a protest street. because of water supply issues. Yes, yes, and then the government was controlling that supply because there was issues, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so, and so then we made fun of it, saying that Don Lemon reported, you know, pe- peaceful protesting, and why don't why don't they protest for something that actually matters, like yeah. social justice, right? Yep. These people, uh, like, literally, could, they're in a, a very hot climate, and not having water can kill a significant percentage of the population if they yep. don't get water. And here we are, worried about <clears throat> what? Dude, no, there is a lady yeah. that's that escaped South, or excuse me, North Korea, who's making the rounds right now. I think her name is Yomi Parker, or Park. Yomi Park. Park is definitely her last name. P-A-R-K. And um, to hear her tell her, she was on Rogan. And she was she was on Tim Pool. She's been on a lot of stuff. I saw her with Michael Malice. I saw her all over the place. But um, to hear her tell her story, this is a lady that was so hungry in North Korea that she went knowingly into sex tra- being sex trafficked. Like, dude, imagine what that... Imagine how bad being tra- sex trafficked is and then and then think about how bad your life has to be to choose that over your existence wherever you are that's pretty rough dude Insane. Um, yeah that's somebody with real problems uh let's see shout out to binary dude okay so i totally get that like i think what a couple of things man i think what you're saying in um one of those comments is that you infect each other with ideals like dude if you're talking about a relationship where you start to spill over with uh like it's it's funny because those get complicated sometimes the deeper you go in in terms of like what's right wrong or what's what's acceptable or how should it be or how the the word should is one actually that i'm trying to work out of my vocabulary um i think should is a problematic word for me but anyhow that's that's just me and then the airplane mode dude genius i'm telling you this is the last smartphone i will own i guarantee it i'm never gonna have another smartphone after this i'm going straight to like broken old school janky give me that nokia candy bar phone i'm done Uh, play some snake yes sir play some snake (laughs) cool man all right y'all binary awesome um do that then uh hillary hillary shout out to hillary thanks for joining us uh chris fratt was here good stuff and zachary snacks you want to plug anything dude not really man um or actually these 3d doritos they were actually pretty good so if you see them on a shelf and you're feeling you know saucy pick yourself up a bag awesome man reminders y'all on the 18th we are going to have um the rational layman He's going to be sitting in the snack box. Zachary Snacks, we're going to figure out your sitch for the next few weeks, and then we'll get square, all right? Yep, yep. Sounds good. All right, you all have a beautiful, amazing, phenomenal Friday. And I guess we'll see you back here tomorrow. See ya. See ya.